Okay, so most have heard about Charles Manson and the Manson family and Sharon Tate and all these different things, but not everyone actually knows everything that happened. So, if a charismatic and semi-attractive man came up to you and wanted you to join his cult, would you? After many years of studying and researching about many killers and cults, I've found this one very interesting in particular because of how everything was put into play by one single man. Many people have heard of Charles Manson and the Manson family, but not many people know what happened all those years ago and the motives behind it. Charles Manson and his group or family killed nine people and did terrible things in only three weeks. I'm going to tell you about all the murders that Charles Manson orchestrated and wanted done in the name of the Manson family. So, they, this one many people don't know about, but this is about their first kill and... Uh, this was actually of a friend of the family. Uh, his name was Gary Hinman. And he ended up turning into a foe of the family. Uh, because Bernard Crow was used as a, a way for the Manson family to gain money. Because none of them were working, but they were just like panhandling and acting like they were homeless and, like, going door-to-door asking for money for, like, a church. So, after Crow realized he was ripped off, he threatened the Manson family. When Charles Manson heard the threats and thought that Crow was a part of the Black Panthers, Manson shot Crow. And after the family needed money and they were on the run, or partly on the run, uh, from Manson killing Crow, Gary Hinman, who was a friend of the family, uh, of the Manson family, they saw that he was someone in his family had passed. And it was a rich aunt, lo and behold. So, they all wanted to get money from him. Uh, because they wanted to get away for, like, murdering Bernard Crow. So, they needed money for, like, cars and food and different things. Because the Manson family had, like, about... Well, over 22 different members. And so, Manson sent two of his members to persuade Hinman to give them the money. But, of course he wasn't going to do that. Who would just give out all their money? So, those members kept Hinman hostage for days. They could not get him to hand over the family money because why would you want to hand over so much money, especially to people that are kind of, ah, 
and tripping on acid all the time. Finally, Manson came and cut Hinman's ear off, and ultimately, Manson had one of his members stab him many times in the chest to keep the police off their tracks. The family decided to write Political Piggy on the background, which with a uh, bloody paw print uh, as a signature for the Black Panthers. So everyone thought it was the Black Panthers and not the Manson family because Charles Manson was a racist. And he just thought black people couldn't lead and different things such as that. So he wanted to throw the police off their tracks and put them on the Black Panthers because to him that's a win-win. The police think that the Black Panthers killed Hinman and they're off their off the family's trail. So now it's time for Helter Skelter. The death of Sharon Tate is the most known and looked after kill of the Manson family. So on August 8th, the pregnant Sharon Tate was having a dinner party with friends that are all very much in the scene, popular, rich, socialites, you know. They were having drinks and enjoying themselves after three heat waves filled days so those past few days in California burning up scorching once it was getting late everyone started to fill the drinks and slowly went to bed similar to everyone uh, everyone else in the neighborhood in the middle of the night there was a gunshot then after two gunshots were heard it came, they were heard by neighbors waking them up from their sleep, but many didn't know where it came from and thought maybe it was hunters or some kids messing around with a gun that they took from their parents. Turns out what had happened was one of the Manson family members had broken in through a window once everyone was asleep, then crept through the house and opened the door for other members with one keeping watch at the end of the driveway and they went in and started killing everyone and it was just a very gruesome bloody um not PG friendly uh scene that happened And they, of course, did the political piggy with the pauper on the back on a wall and all in blood. And um, they stayed at that house for like a couple days. So this crime family thought they were on the top of the world until they got caught. And that's where things really flipped it up for them. So... This is mainly all about the trial. 
this was going to be a big public trial because of the death of Sharon Tate and her being pregnant because she was also married to a director that was famous at the time. So, and the world would have it no other way, especially with it being, her being so popular and the Manson family being so almost politically motivated, but also delusionally motivated. This was a 225-day trial starting on June 15, 1970. So, in Manson's sadistic mind, he wanted the jurors, he wanted to ask the jurors a few childlike questions that were real to me and my reality. He said that. A few childlike questions that are real to me in my reality. He wanted to ask jurors this during the juror selection. This request was denied, and he also spent hours and hours during juror selection just staring at different officials in the courtroom as a way of intimidation. Like, he was looking at... Uh, the judge and the prosecutor and different people just in the courtroom. After a month, the jurors were finally selected and the jurors consisted of seven men and five women. The opening statement started on July 24th. On the first true day of the trial, Manson waltzed in with a freshly cut X on his forehead and said he had X'd himself from my world, your world. So he said, I X'd myself from your world. I don't know if that makes sense to you. Doesn't make sense to me, but he was crazy. So guess it makes sense. And so he came in there and he had such control over the other three defendants and his other the other three defendants in that were on trial the three ladies because they just wanted they thought he was almost the new messiah and this and that so they would do anything he wanted keep that in mind but the star witness was one of the Manson family's very own and Charles said that she was a stupid curse word and she was doing it all for attention and she was making it up. So, Linda Cassabin would stay on the stand for 18 days giving her testimony, seven of which of those days were cross-examination because they wanted to tear her down because she was a hippie. It was the 70s. It was the 60s, 70s. So everyone was doing LSD, acid, you know. And so she was very kind of strung out sometimes, but she was more put together than all the other Manson family members because she kind of oh, this is wrong, this is wrong, you know? 
And so the main delusion Manson had was that he had to recreate chapter revelations, which happened specifically. He did Revelations 10, and that was a whole idea behind the Sharon Tate murder. And so he took the Bible and put it towards the way he murdered. On November 16th, 1970, after 22 weeks of testimony, the prosecution finally rested their case. The trial took a three-day break and then came back into session with the defense resting as well. But out of nowhere, the three female defendants were yelling and screaming about how they wanted to testify too and how they need to testify and everything. And then after they were approved to testify, Manson decided, oh, I want to testify too. And he wanted to go first, you know. And whenever he testified, it was an hour-long almost pity party, and it was full of nonsense. And after he testified, he told the three women that he was on trial with that they didn't have to testify anymore. So the reason that they were yelling and screaming that they wanted to testify was because he wanted to have them make that scene, and he had that control over them, that they would do anything he wanted and anything for him. So all four defendants were sentenced to death, but after a few years of being in jail, California ruled that the death penalty was disgusting and inhumane, so they got rid of it. Manson would apply for parole seven different times, seven times, and be denied. And so he was very, uh, after all those years, and in November 2014, the California Department of Corrections announced that they received a request for a marriage license for the famous 80-year-old prisoner. Someone wanted to marry Manson in 2014. She was 26. And was working with Manson to help him get released. So... Something was happening there. But in the end, Charles Manson died on November 19th, 2017 in a hospital. And he died of natural causes, shockingly, on whenever he was 83. So... Maybe some things happen good, but maybe some things happen bad. But he was in jail for a whole his whole life. He spent his whole life in prison. So, was there justice for Sharon Tate? Was there not? And also, 
he many people think that they wouldn't be able to be persuaded by him and that these girls were just strung out blah 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 but many cult leaders are very charismatic interpersonal and quite a few of the time attractive so it's easy for people to follow them and most cult leaders go for people that have been in college and are very educated and doing well like doctors lawyers uh government officials and different people that he might have that control on and especially young people because they're more impressionable than older people but some older people are easily impressed 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 about so yeah always have to think about that is this person being nice or are they a psycho